Welcome to the She's All That video podcast, inspiring, entertaining conversations with women doing awesome shit, making change, and living life their way. Conversations that'll leave you thinking, damn, I'm glad I heard that. I'm your host, September Smith, and my guest today is author, publisher, and mentor, Tasha Bennett. A woman of energy and determination, Tasha was robbed of her livelihood, not one, but two careers by two separate traffic accidents and brought to the lowest point in her life. After years of struggle, Tasha discovered her path out of despair through writing, authorship, and mentoring others to do the same. Fueled by her credo of love, peace, and prosperity, Tasha's goal is to inspire those that suffer from mental health to not give up. And today, she's telling me how she does that. She's open. Today, as I said in the introduction, I am talking to Tasha Bennett, and Tasha is an author, and she owns her own growing publishing company, Royal Reads. Yes. Thank you so much for being with me today, Tasha. Thank you so much for having me, September. I am really, really excited to talk about your book. We are days <laughs> from your fourth book being published. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. What's the name of that book? It's Depression During COVID. Which is a little bit relevant to these these times. Yes, sadly, yes. Oh. Now, before we get into your publishing career and the books that you've already put out, you yes. did not start out as a writer. So, no. <laughs> I mean, as with all the the women that uh, that I interview, that I get to know, and that I find so fascinating, mm-hmm. when they get to the point where they are doing what I refer to as awesome shit, I it, love there's it. been a journey, and yes. and it's always an interesting story. Where did your journey start? Okay, so I wasn't always an author, but as a kid, I knew I was an author. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to write stories all the time, but I didn't have anybody around me showing me that this is what I could do. Um, You would see the big names like Steven Spielberg, you know, stuff like that. And not Steven Spielberg, I'm sorry. Stephen King. (laughs) Stephen King. Um, Different people like those. And that's what I assume you just had to be special to um, become an author. So I kind of just left it as a hobby. But no, then I ended up just going to school, becoming a nurse practicing nursing I got in a motor vehicle accident and it messed me up a little bit so I wasn't able to practice so I decided to go for cosmetology got my license in that and got into another accident like what kind of accident a motor vehicle accident um both on a school bus um yeah yeah um and it made me sit and realize I had a the second accident kind of threw my my mental because I couldn't figure out why I kept getting knocked back down I was, I thought as though I was doing everything right. And I just kept getting knocked back down. So I, I went into a depression, a bad depression, bad anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder. It was hard for me to be in cars. It, it, it got to the point to where I decided I, with the pain, anxiety every day, I couldn't take it no more. I became a real mean person. I was, everybody, nobody, I, I was not, I wasn't, I wasn't nice. <laughs> so I got to the point where I ended up going to the hospital and saying, either you fix me or I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. So they got the pain down and then I had to really evaluate my life and my kids. Can I ask you a question? As a yes, nurse, ma'am. did that give you the insight to understand what the, what you were going through was not only depression, but also PTSD? <laughs> yes. Um, right away, I kind of knew something was really off. Um, and my doctor, she knows I'm a nurse too. So we kind of worked together. We figured things out. And it scared me even more because I, I seen the other end, you know, I've been the nurse side of it so I was kind of like oh my god they're gonna lock me up and I'll never see my again depression everything's just running through my head they're gonna put me on these meds so it's like it was kind of bad too to be a nurse (laughs) you know too much yeah yes yes so then and I also hit it 
and that's why. So I knew what they would look for. So I would kind of lie to hide it. Which and I wasn't helping because then it wasn't being treated yes. or addressed. And then yeah. I, I, I explain all this in the book too, is like Sally and the, the black community, we have the stigma of we don't need therapy. Um, and I grew up, like, even when I came to some family members and said, like, you know, doctor, don't pay my medicine. I'm gonna, no, don't take the medicine. Uh, no, don't claim it. And I had that in me. So in my head, the whole time I'm trying to fight to get off the meds. I'm trying to fight saying nothing's wrong with me. So that's kind of fueled me staying for two, for two years. I was in, a, I say hell, I was in hell for two years. Two um, years, wow. And then when it finally hit me, it was, I have to change. And when I learned, I started studying, um, learning how to get, grab my brain back, my mind, because that's it's ours. We control it. Nobody else does. We so control our mind. What was that something that you knew all along, and you just temporarily kind of lost track of that? Like, what? How did you come to that understanding? And that's the thing. Um, I was raised in a very not very, but in a religious home, so everything was kind of outside of me, and like my my God was outside of me, and He worked through me. And I didn't, it didn't click with me. It's nothing wrong with the religion at all. Anybody's practices there, I don't knock anybody. Yeah. But for me, I guess how I had it, it, it didn't work. So when I started studying and learning different things, I was learning that being as though God is in me, then I have those powers as well. So that means I can control my, I can control what's going on because if mm -hmm. it's within me, I got it too. So I started learning how to do that. And when I seen it, it was working and then just learning about the law of attraction and the different things that we can do on not a physical level and it just took off <laughs> now, now the law of attraction i i actually never i lived outside of north america until okay. about 12 years ago so i always came back and was like law of attraction <laughs> yeah <laughs> where when did that become when did that hit your radar and when did that become part of your operation it's so funny because my husband had actually showed me the um the, the movie the secret Okay. Um, and I, it just went over my head. It went, I wasn't ready. It went over my head. I was just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then I started studying and it wasn't called the secret. It, you know, mm -hmm. it was just all attraction or just manifesting and speaking things into existence. It, everybody is all the same, just different terms. Um, and then my husband was like, I showed you this. Already. <laughs> so hey, I went back and watched it until you're ready. Right. Until you're ready to hear until it. You're ready. Until yeah. you're ready. And so when I watched it, I was just like, oh my God, I'm in love. <laughs> I got like all the books and it's, I, I'm in love. But I studied and just started learning and applying and just learning that I have it in me, that I can do it myself. I don't have to sit and wait. And that's, and again, I might just have learned the wrong way, but I was believing that unless I was chosen or if it was just meant, then it would work for me or God would give it to me. And once I learned that it's in me so I can have what I desire. I can do what I desire. Um, that's when it hit me. That's when. So no, I wasn't always like, no. <laughs> so for two years, you're dealing with the aftermath of your accidents and everything being, you know, your career is being taken away from you. And yes. you see this. What was a light bulb moment that was like, well, I'm going to be an author and start a publishing company? Well, it was when I was tackling the depression and the anxiety. And one of the methods, which is mentioned in the book of, is to journal. I ran from it. They, I, my, I was in group therapy, all my therapists, do journaling, write, reading, journaling is great. And I'm like, no, I don't see how it's gonna work. And I, I ran from it. I literally ran from it. But then after I got to the low point, I said, I have to try any and everything at this point, not any and everything, but I have to try the tools yeah. that were given to me. And 
I start writing. And it, I didn't realize that energy in me, you hold the energy in you, energy manifests in turn physical. So all the time it was, and I used my cup, you know, the cup runneth over. Um, if my cup is empty, how can I give anything? But if my cup is running over, that spills out into the world, whether it's good or bad. And my bad was overflowing. So then what was there a moment or yes, like a when special I start, flash? Yeah. It was like, Taja, you are an author. I started journaling. And when I realized I felt better getting the words out, I, ne- I didn't read it. I could not read it because the emotions were still attached to the words. I could not read it. I took it out of me and put it in the words. I'd say about six months was before I was able to even peek on, open up and look at it. But then once I realized I felt better writing, and then when I was able to read some, and I said, from looking, reading where I was at to where I'm at now, that's hope for somebody else. Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. can kind of get through it. And then I said, I'm going to help somebody. I don't know how it's going to be, but I know I was going to help. But I knew I just kept writing. And then so when I started- Let me hold you there on the writing thing. Um, a lot of, uh, we all hear it now, especially during COVID. It's like, journaling is so good for stress. Journaling is so good mm-hmm. for your, your state of mind. And not everybody's not, like a uh, similar resistance, you know, I'm not, yes. I'm not going to. So what does the journaling experience do for you mentally, state of mind wise? When you do like a session, what happens? Like I said, if you really sit and think about it, you have these thoughts or feelings inside of you. If you don't get it out in a healthy way, it stays inside your manifest. And you don't want that to bubble up outside into your the world. So being able, if you feel some type of way, just to write a, feel it, hold it like you're angry. Write it out angry. Don't change the words. Don't, nobody's looking at it. And again, I spell all this out in the book. It's for you and you only. You don't even have to read it. But take that energy, that anger or whatever it is, the sadness, write it out. Get it out your system. And when you finish a session, you close the book for the day. And some people so burn out. People, some people burn it. Some people throw it away. Um, I actually still have it. And I don't think I even, I, to this day, I don't think I've read all the way through it. But just, I have it. I do. I, I still have it. And if I need to, I'll journal. I do. So whatever works for you. It's all yeah. about the individual. Do your truth. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget to do it. I, I get out of the yes. habit of journaling yes. and I, Oh, right. It's been hmm, over a week since I'm actually looking at my journal sitting here closed with stuff on top of it. Or so even you're... the auto audio speaking yes. to my computer. Yes. Yep. Actually, have you got an app that you prefer for that? Um, no, I don't, but I was wanting to create one. <laughs> Do you know what? I, wanna... I would I would recommend there's an app called Otter AI. You can get it on your phone and you get hours per month free. And not only does it record, it transcribes and and it's a really good transcription. I've never seen one of this quality. And it'll actually give you the keywords for that particular session. Oh wow. And if you're doing it two people, it'll break it down by speaker. Yes, so, please, I need that. <laughs> Otter AI. But but Otter, maybe, okay. it is it is good, but a, di- a different effect than when you're doing your journaling. Correct. But still, whatever works to yeah. get it out. That's by all means. Yes. So you were journaling. You've always mm-hmm. felt like you had the writer in you. Yes. What was the moment? It just hit me. It said, write a book. And it got it, when I got to the point where I was not in that depressed state 24-7, when I knew I did. I wasn't nowhere near where I need to be, but I knew I was on to something. Yeah. And that was about two years ago when I published my first book. Um, well, a little two and a half, a little bit two over two and a half. Um, I just, I can never stop. Like I said, the journaling, I would also write things down like, okay, this happened, this happened, or I learned and feel this. So then I was able to go back and just condense it and then make it a book. Yeah, That's the first how, book. That's how did you how, even figure out how to write and publish a book? I just do. I just do. <laughs> I, I, and I look at it, I can have whatever I want. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, what's what's stopping me though. Yeah. So 
the only thing that's stopping me is knowledge and it's nothing but knowledge out there so you just um, had to go so, grab the knowledge this is how you publish a book i wrote, as long as i knew as long as i can get it on the paper the, the, the write it out everything else would happen so i just wrote it out i started googling different platforms i knew amazon was big on it so i just wrote it i found i followed their system of how to do it and upload it the first one was i didn't know editing <laughs> um i just kind of did my thing and I'm happy I did. Yeah. <laughs> the second one, as I keep going, I learn more and more and more as I grow. Like where I'm at now, it's so much different than the process I did with my first book. So, it, it I did it from trial and error. So just figuring it out. I had to. Everything I didn't is want to say, oh, I don't know. I, and that's I think being stuck in that place of I don't know or I can't do yeah. it is intimidating. And I knew I couldn't do that to to grow. So I just said I'm gonna do it and. I did it. <laughs> did it. Did it. I did it. And and I I was looking at your um your page on Amazon where the author mm-hmm. you you write under the name T D Bennett if anybody's yes. looking not Tasha I went looking there's another Tasha Bennett something oh, like, that's about her <laughs> yeah so you're T D Bennett and I was yes. looking at your books I was really surprised they are really really accessibly priced yes yes and I don't my my objective is not to profit like make a killing i mean it would be beautiful of course prosperity is what i do desire however i do want peace and love so i put that in my books and that's kind of like the main focus when i push out my books that people get the message that people can find that peace in their life if they're down and depressed and maybe feel some type of way that they do they are they are loved i am connected to everybody so i love everybody because i want people to love me so that was my purpose of my books are not priced high at all (laughs) yeah no (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I was amazed. Well, yes. So it's it's actually a gift to your readership and the community yes, and, and people who need your purpose. help. Yes. Oh, that's yes. amazing. So the name Royal Reads that you've chosen for your publishing house. And yes. where did that name come from? Um, It's funny. I grew up always saying I was a queen. <laughs> ah. I always said it. I'm a queen. So once I started learning more, it's just like, I'm a queen. I'm royalty. And I attach royal to everything. <laughs> so you're, it's royal reads. You're getting something very royal. When you read my books, it's coming from me and I'm royalty. So we, I'm passing it on. My energy is passing on through the book. So that's where it came from, royal reads. So you've got Royal Reads Publishing Company. And you were telling me that you have a, a vision for that company. What's that? Yes, I do envision to have other up-and-coming artists to use my platform to network with other people so they can get their work out as well. Um, I, I When I first signed up for it, I wasn't even writing yet. I mean, I seen it. I knew it was coming, but I went and I got the LOC. I got everything. The EI, and I just went crazy, and I hadn't wrote anything, but I see it, and it's progressing to it, and I'm I'm loving the journey. I'm taking it. I'm going slow. I'm not rushing anymore. I'm loving the journey, but it, it, Royal Reads is going to be big. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, might be pushing the timeline on this, but what do, what do you envision as being able to bring on other authors in the next how many years? Uh, it, it can start now. I'm just how I live my life now is I go with the flow. Yeah. So when opportunity comes, if it aligns with me, I feel it. I'm gonna go with it. So if somebody comes right now. Oh, can you showcase my stuff? Let's do it. So it can happen today. It can happen tomorrow. It can happen in several years. I know when wow. I'm ready is when it's going to happen. So I don't, I honestly don't know. I don't have an envision in mind, yep. but it's there. So you're ready. As long as it's there. Yeah. And, the and invi- I'm ready to accept. Yes. And it sounds, yeah, the invitation's there. Yes. So, so I'm ready. Now we, so you're ready. The invitation is there for you to help people with, you mm-hmm. know, become their own author and publish under Royal Reads. But you also said your latest book, 
which is the, the tell me again, depression, depression during COVID. But yes. most of us are being impacted by depression during COVID. Yes. So tell me a little bit about this book, which should be published probably <laughs> December 17th. Yes. yes, it's coming out <laughs> December 17th, which for us, because we're recording on the 11th, is really soon. Yes, so, and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, so tell me about it. Okay, so when COVID hit in like what, February, March, it was the time that my, I really started getting the momentum of the manifesting and getting things come to me. So I was in a good space. Um, I just purchased a home. We were enjoying life and I was happy. My household was happy, but I seen the people around me just crumbling and it was getting worse and worse. I'm looking on social media and seeing people that I would never expect to say they're experiencing depression and anxiety and they don't know what to do when they're just worried. I see fear and fear is the opposite end of love. So it's like, I'm trying to put, I, I put nothing but love out, but I'm surrounded by the fear, the negative low vibrations. So at first I said, well, I can't handle it. I'm staying in my bubble and I have to work on me. And I decided to come out my little bubble and I took on somebody's energy and it brought me down to depression a little bit. I would say a couple months ago. And I knew that it's real, it's serious. And if you don't, if you're not, I, I stepped off my game. I wasn't doing my journey. I wasn't doing everything I needed to do. My meditations, I was not because I just, I was good. So I said, oh, I don't need, I'm not that I don't need it. But so once I took on that person's energy and kind of got in a little space again, I knew what I had to do. I took everything I had, I knew, and I bounced back like that. And I said, again, this is something people honestly need. So I said, I'm writing a book, Depression During COVID. And I started writing. I, I think I wrote the book <laughs> in less than a month. <laughs> wow. Yeah, in less than a month. Um, I sat, I got focused. I stopped everything else. I do do other things. I'm a financial educator. I stopped. I stopped everything. I dove into the book and I said, I have to get it out. I want it out before the end of this year. And once I, when I say what I do and I work, you work towards it, it manifests. So once I said I was doing it, and here I am, it's, it's happening. So I knew with me seeing everybody around me, I'm good and I don't feel good me being good and everybody else is not good. So that's where this book came from. Um, just to help, if I can help again, one, two, three people, I'm happy because I know I did something to help somebody else. Yeah, and what, so, what you said about, you know, I know I can't be good if everyone else around me isn't good. I think that really speaks to something that the pandemic has really made obvious, which is, you know, that overused phrase, we're in this together. Yes. But a society can be judged on how, you know, it treats everyone from the yes. highest to the lowest. And yes. we, yeah, we can't just go like, I'm fine. I don't no. care about all you other people going through all mm -hmm. this stuff. Like, yeah, we all kind of have to, it, it, it impacts hurts. us. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. And yeah, we've all, we've all got to kind of realize that it's not just us. Correct. Yeah. So you're <laughs> sharing this through, I mean, that that's a huge gift. Yes. Methodologies um, and, and approaches for people to actually deal with the depression in COVID. Yes. Yes. I even break down what depression is so we can kind of get to the nitty gritty of it so we can kind of reverse it. Like I break it down um, and help doing different things. It comes down to when you read it, you can't just read it and say, oh, it don't work. You have to do it. You have to try. Yeah. And I, I'm a big person. I, I was given the tools and I did not use it. Here's the tools. Try it. Really put your all into it and say mentally, you it works you really do and i think so. we have to know that right now especially um you know governments are just strapped to the max and yes and or they just don't seem to care and want to do anything no no names um 
<laughs> you do have to know that it's in your hands. I mean, you can't wait for somebody else to fix this. Correct. So if you get the tools and, and some insight and some methodology Correct. you can be using, yeah, you got to do the work. Correct. 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 And that's what I kind of help with. And I have people come to me outside of the book. And like I said, I want to do a one-on-one and help other people too, because if I can do one-on-one with people and kind of get to there, because everybody's an individual. So everybody doesn't have the same needs. Everybody's depression is not the same. Everybody's yeah. anxiety is not the same. Yeah. And everybody to kind of get through it. And I say that too, you might not use all the techniques in the book, but you might use some, where some can use all and need all of the techniques. So everybody is individualized and it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. So, so I have a question. Like, mm-hmm. um, we know there, there's a stigma around mental health and yes, I mean, it's, it's, it, it actually is an obstacle to people helping themselves in some many instances. So mm-hmm. in, in the book, do you, does it help people kind of understand how to get past that stigma and to actually feel no shame in, in, I, in owning yes. it and, and therefore owning the process out of it? That is technically, no, not technically, that is like the first step is to accept. Remember I said I refused to even accept what was going on with me. I refused to acknowledge what was happening to me. You can't go forth if you don't acknowledge it's happening. Yeah. It's a matter of what you do after. And that's where the tools also come in. So yes, the first aspect that you need to establish, you can't, you can't get past it if you don't accept what's going on with you. Even if it's um, something, an issue that caused depression um, or a medical condition or something that keeps you low or anxiety, accept it. Accept that it's yeah. going on. Accept that you're okay. Accept that you're still here. Accept it. Now, what are we going to do to kind of get to a better vibration? So, yes. Nice. So, your book is going to be able to walk people through that but i i had asked you before we started recording so are you mm-hmm. going to actually because people are going to want to talk to you about this people are yes. going to want to go to the source and maybe get the personalized help so are i i asked you are you are you doing any workshops and you said i am in the process now of creating a free online course that breaks down everything and it's going to got to give me some time but i'm breaking it all down down to the sign so you can understand exactly what's going on so we can reverse it. Um, and I will, that's free. I will offer one-on-one. It won't, again, I don't want to break anybody's pockets. Mm-hmm. So it's not really for profit. It's more so for an exchange. I feel so when you give exchange, it gets, brings value too. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I'm charging for that. But yes, I will be offering a one-on-one course as well as a free course to get down to people's needs because like I said it's specific to everybody's needs it's not a one size fits all so you're going to be busy you got this book coming out you're going to be (laughs) turning it into uh, an online course and in addition to that you'll be doing one-on-one work with people have you got plans for future books have you already kind of got them oh yes I have tons (laughs) yes um I have a list of things um books um I actually in the middle of before COVID, the depression during COVID, I actually was writing my first sci-fi book. And wow. yes, that's going to be a series. I'm really excited about that. Um, and I said, I had to put, I put, like I said, I put everything on hold. I had to stop writing that yeah. to jump into the depression during COVID. But so yes, it's I'm a working series. On it. It's a series. Yes. Um, you know, I firmly I believe, <laughs> and, and I mean, I, I've been impacted by who hasn't been impacted by depression during this, this, mm-hmm. this is in our lifetime. We have never seen such a this. mind bender as yes. what we're going through and, and the uncertainty. Uh, 
I have, my, my theory is you need to have, to keep yourself on the straight and narrow, you need to have a mission. You got to yes. have a goal and you got to be passionate about it and you got to work towards it. Yes. And I say boredom is depression sister. If your brain is not doing something and more so doing something productive along the lines of what you're supposed to do, what you're aligned to do in this, and you're like, what's your purpose? Mm -hmm. Then that's where negative things can interfere and the depression can set in. And that's why my book is good for any the severity of depression where you might not need meds as well as if you do need meds. So even if it's somebody that's experiencing, experiencing the depression right now, just during COVID and once things starts bouncing back, they will bounce back. But these tools yeah. can help them as yeah. well so it, it, even if like i said you, it, the boredom if you're not doing something to keep your brain stimulated that can kind of bring you down too and i just i saw a quote the other day by booker t washington to the effect of i'm probably gonna screw up the quote if you really <laughs> want to help yourself if you want to like bring yourself up help someone else yes and if that's yes. part of your passionate mission is, yes. is making a difference like in that. other people's lives yes i love that it, it fuels you it, it fills I, you yes. with happiness. And I would say, don't get distracted in helping other people that you don't help yourself though, because yeah. I've done that too. Cause I do feel good when I help other people, but I neglect myself. And I had to learn that as well. I was so quick to dive in and help everybody else and got them together, but I didn't fill my cup up. I, like I said, with my cup, yeah. my cup was not full, but I was steady pulling out the cup and giving it to other people. So make sure your cup is full yeah. before you go help other people. One thing I've, I've learned as, a, as an online entrepreneur is not everybody's ready to be helped. And yes. as much as you look at it and you know, like, oh my God, I know what's going on with you. I know what I can help you. Yes. You need to check yourself yes. because if they're not ready, they're going to stay where they are and Correct. you're going to pour all your energy into and nothing's going to budge. And then they're going to end up that. resenting you and you're depleted and you've just like, totally, you don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And you just blew yes. so much energy and so much. And then you've got to work on yourself and you achieve nothing. So yeah, that's the, that was a big takeaway for me. It's like, no, you can't help everybody. Correct. And somebody and said to me once, help the ones that are swimming towards you. I like that. Oh, me too. That oh, stopped I me cold that. when I heard that one. It's like, yes. whoa. Yeah, I we love need that. to know that. Yeah. Yes. Because I was big on just, I can help everybody. I have right. to, I can help everybody. But then when I realized and people weren't responding, I'm like, why are you not listening? And it's just like, it's okay. Because you, I didn't listen at first. I always bring it back to me. I put myself in that shoes. Did I always listen? Did I journal? <laughs> Did I do what yeah. I was supposed to do? No, it wasn't yeah. my time. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've got the, the book coming out, you've got the online course, you've got the one-on-one, -on -one, and it's all helping people with the same journey that you went through. Correct. Correct. Oh, um, I just, I, I don't want anybody else to have to go through the depths. And I know it will happen, but even if I can help yeah. it, them come back a little bit quicker to help balance it out and manage it a little easier. And give them the tools. Because yes. like you said, like, and even, even if we forget to be using those tools, at least you got them. You have, and when and you remember, you, you go back yes. to them. I yeah. said, read, I wrote it in the book, read it as many times as you need to just keep, keep it in your head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're also a motivational speaker on mental health. Now, right now it's a little bit difficult to be doing motivational speaking. Correct. Uh, have you got any stages, virtual stages no. that you've been able to share that no. with? No, I have not been able to actually get on the stage. I do it more so with a couple people here and there. Um, like I said, I always have people coming to me for advice. Like it's yeah. weird how random people, literally random strangers, <laughs> seriously just comes to me. And I, that's and that's why I said I'm I'm a motivational speaker. And I know once things kind of lift with the COVID and everything, it's just going to take off. I know that. But um, it's only been kind of small, intimate things that I've done so far. Um, 
but like I said, I, I see the end. It's just a matter of me walking. Okay, here's the here's the challenge. How yes. do you see taking your skills? You've you've got you know your medical background. You've got your motivational. You've got everything you're doing with your books and your publishing house. But you're also mm-hmm. a financial educator. Yes. Do you envision that ever coming together, or are they always going to yes. remain parallel? No, I do. I do. Um, it, it it goes hand in hand technically because a lot of people experience depression because of finances. Um, a lot of people have lost their jobs because of COVID or just not making, bringing the money in. So what we teach helps any and everybody as well, how to build wealth. So it definitely does go hand in hand and it will come together. Um, again, I don't know when yeah. I just, I, I it, yes, I do see it coming together because, well, I take that back. I did plan to put some in my course. Um, ah. I do plan to put a little bit in my course, not a lot because I am, I am I'm going to be licensed for what I do and it's regulated. So I can't say and do, but so much under my license, but I am planning to put certain things in the book to help. Um, so yes, it, it comes together very much because it's all a part. You need money to live in this world. That's part of yes, the prosperity. Yes, yes. Desire, some of the prosperity people desire. Yes. So yes, yes. I mean, for God's sake, we live in a capitalist world. It's all about money. And yet yes. somehow, particularly as women, it's expected that we're like, oh, oh, no, don't think about women. Don't think Correct. about money. And Correct. oh, you're talking about money. That's No, no, I, you, I, you need money. <laughs> I actually saw a statistic that when uh, uh, in a vast survey of women, what their biggest fears were, mm-hmm. talking about money was bigger than their own death when it came to the rating of how oh, wow. uncomfortable they were talking about. Oh, wow. It's like, yeah, got to get over that. Yes, please. We all need to get over that. Yes. Um, and I'm learning too with the old mindset. It's, you can have it. It's really, again, retraining your brain. If that's what you desire, you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, and people can start doing that by going to Amazon on looking up td bennett and we'll drop the links to your amazon page down below as well as all your social media and so if anybody's interested reach out get the book and or talk to tasha yes i'm here she's here and she's going to be doing the upcoming free online course free yes and helping people one-on-one yes well tasha it's been so interesting talking to you today and finally i just it's (laughs) <sighs> that you just like, that's it. I'm going to be an author. And you became an author and you started a publishing company and you're a financial educator and all these things that you do. You're, you're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being with us today. Don't forget to take a look down in the notes to find any of the links to the goodies we talked about in today's podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel so you don't miss the next episode. Rate us or review us on iTunes or on YouTube and share us with a friend that you think might just need a bit of inspiration to start doing her own awesome shit. Do you know an incredible gal that's all that that you think the world needs to know more about? Head on over to our Facebook or our Instagram channel and DM me. Tell me about her. We'll see if we can't get her on the She's All That podcast.